I think it's interesting they announced it, then they release itineraries and those people get no early booking out of it for this release cycle. So yay, Platinums, you get one more release cycle where you're at the top of the heap. everybody to this week's episode of the DCL Duo Podcast, or I should say a special episode of the DCL Duo Podcast. We are talking 2024 itineraries and their releases uh, today out of Disney Cruise Line. Uh, we're going live on StreamYard. We're trying to get more into videos, so we are doing a live StreamYard for this show. And so if you happen to join us live, you can feel free to ask us questions. I'll be monitoring the chat. Sam's going to be taking the lead here on the itinerary release. Should be a short show because uh, the itineraries are fairly uninspiring, I'd say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially out of the dream class ships. I, I want to point out very clearly, we're not really going to be talking about the dream and the fantasy or the wish for that matter, because they are just literally doing the same thing they do every day, right? Plans to take over the world just like Pinky in the Brain. So fantasy is going to continue doing its alternating seven night eastern western out of port canaveral uh for 2024 so nothing new from the fantasy uh from the wish it's going to be doing its alternating bahamian three four night cruises to nassau and castaway key also out of port canaveral nothing new on there and then the dream is going to continue to do its it's mostly doing this five five four pattern but it has a couple of three night cruises to the bahamas so it's mostly doing Western Caribbean um, and it's going to be sailing out of Fort Lauderdale. I guess that's really the only new thing, right? Like the dream has been sailing out of Miami for so long and now it's switching it up and it's going to be sailing out of Fort Lauderdale before it heads over, of course, to Europe for the the summer 2024 season. Is is that new or were they sailing out of Fort Lauderdale at the, uh, the end of next year as well? I can't. I just can't they, remember. They are. Yeah. I believe they start sailing out of Fort Lauderdale, I think, at the end of 2023. I don't remember what month they, they'll they'll move out of Miami. Yeah, that's the only thing new for the beginning of 2024. The I, I would say, you know, the maybe the interesting things, it's not too much interesting, but we should probably talk about the wonder a little bit. Obviously, we all know the wonder is going to be over down under in Australia and New Zealand through early, well, through really February, because then it's got to make its way back across the Pacific to Hawaii and then from Hawaii to Vancouver. There is one, oh, end of November. Thank you, Chris Kidder, for telling us that, that Fort, Fort Lauderdale for the Dream is starting end of November of 2023. So it's, like I said, it's kind of new, but not really anything surprising. But anyway, for The Wonder, it does have a repositioning cruise from Vancouver to San Diego in early March. So after she comes back from Hawaii, and then it's going to be sailing those Baja cruises out of San Diego in March and April before it returns to Vancouver for the Alaska season. So there's another repositioning cruise in early May. There is one interesting cruise. I'm saying one for, from my perspective. You found an interesting cruise? Found an interesting cruise in this itinerary. Well, it, it's it's a seven night Mexican Riviera. You don't see a lot of those. Most of the Mexico cruises are that we've seen in the past are three, four, sometimes a five night cruise where you you know if you hit if you get a five night, then you get to go down to Cabo and you don't just hit Ensenada, which is what we're doing actually in a couple of weeks here. But the seven night Mexican Riviera from San Diego goes down to Cabo first, then it hits Mazatlan, and then it hits Puerto Vallarta. 
So, and it has three days at sea. So that's a cool itinerary. That's the same itinerary we're on in November next year for Thanksgiving, actually. So this is a seven night Correct. Baja Correct. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's an interesting itinerary. It is. It's just not one they do very often. We mostly see that, like I said, the three, four, and sometimes the five night itinerary. So it's just, you know, we don't have a lot uh, of anything new there. The one thing I will say is what's not on the schedule is anything after after early May, right? After it gets back to Vancouver. But we know that's going to be the Alaska season. So the Alaska season is not released in this in this in this release at all. Well we got some comments I wanted to wanted to throw up. So uh Chris says uh no complaints. Anytime on a Disney ship is awesome. But uh so yeah I, I agree. I'm I'm happy to, like it's like it's great to get the new itinerary releases. I think the interesting part about this is that they extended them all the way to May because normally they give you like three months at a time. So Disney's clearly recognizing they have gotten off schedule and they've got to release, I think, a bit more than they otherwise would. I mean, I think we should already... Yeah, we're like two months behind, right? Well, we should already... I think I think we're already like in like early January or February, we should be getting the next round of releases, right? So... Um, well, I don't know. It could it could be as honestly, it could be like April. No, but if yeah. they were on schedule, that's generally I think when they would release out into the the next round. So um, I, I they got to get more itineraries on the books, I think, because people are making vacation mm-hmm. decisions and they're spending money with other cruise lines at this point. Although I don't know if they're I don't know if they're holding back because they've got a bunch of sales. They've been doing a bunch of sales on some of these ships, which tells me they're not selling out, which is interesting. So, but anyway, I agree with Chris. Anytime on a Disney ship is great. Chris Kidder. Oh man, I am I know. constantly bummed. These are all constantly bummed that they're not like I would take a West Coast repositioning cruise if they were sailing into San Francisco, but otherwise I don't know why I would just sail down the West Coast. Well, these these are in in some ways worse, right? They're four-night Pacific Coast cruises, but they stop nowhere. They're four they're four nights. So they start in San Diego and end in Vancouver or start in Vancouver and end in San Diego. That's it. So they are just days. It's, it's a true repositioning cruise. That's what it is. It's a true repositioning I know, cruise. But you yeah. got a whole coast. I mean, you you could stop in a bunch of, you know, anyway, it's just kind of kind of a waste. In the past, they have stopped in Astoria. Uh, I know they stopped in Astoria, Oregon at one point. I think they should do a cruise. They stopped in Astoria. They stopped in San Francisco. Maybe they stop in LA and my God, have a short excursion to Disneyland. That would be amazing. Um, but yeah, anyway, Chris is asking if anybody sailed out of Fort Lauderdale, you know, hit us up in the Facebook group or if anyone watching has sailed out of Fort Lauderdale, let us know. We have sailed out of Port Everglades on Celebrity years ago. It's not it's not a bad port. It's a it's a cruise terminal. So yeah, it's not a bad port. It's a yeah, it's an it's a big port because there's a lot of ships. But the one ship we haven't talked about, which is probably the only one that's got some interesting stuff on it, other than like I said, that maybe one Mexican Riviera on the Wonder, is the Magic because she's the only one that's going to be moving around at all, right? So the Magic, I'll start with starting in December, late December. So Christmas, if you want to be on the Magic Christmas of 2023, you're going to be sailing out of Galveston. And she's going to be sailing out of Galveston through almost all of January until you get to January 31st. So she's going to be alternating four and five nights out of Galveston through the month of, well, the end of December into the month of January. And then she moves to one of our favorite cities, New Orleans. She's got several cruises out of New Orleans. I think it's like seven maybe cruises out of New Orleans. It's actually a longer New Orleans season than it usually is. They are mostly five nights to start, but right in the middle on February 9th, there is a seven night itinerary there. 
And then the last two at the end of February and the beginning of March are four night itineraries. But then she does something really boring, which is she goes right back to Galveston for basically the month of March into early April. So uh, those are a mix of four and five night. Those are all Western Caribbean. Everything out of Galveston or New Orleans is a Western Caribbean cruise, although there are a mix of some ports there besides uh, there's some Jamaica and some Mexico in there. But then she what, what she does that I think is interesting is she's then going from Galveston to San Juan. That's a six night cruise on April 14th. And then she's got two Southern Caribbean cruises, both seven night cruises. One, the first one is April 20th and the second one is April 27th. The other interesting thing is there is no information as to what she's doing in May because that last April 27th cruise ends in early the first you know couple of days of May. I'm curious if that means that she's going to be doing the uh, Panama Canal cruise thereafter and heading back heading back to the West Coast to do really the Baja season while the wonder is up in Alaska. So we don't really we don't know where the magic's going to summer yet. This is just a guess. Uh, this is just one of the one of the places it possibly could go. I do see a little Facebook message from it says Facebook user, but I'm guessing this must be uh, either Rainy or Robin or Tracy. If you're on fa- if you're on Facebook, just know if you don't give StreamYard permission, we can't see your name. So <laughs> we're seeing your comments, but not your name. Uh, but yeah. It says you meet the best people on a Southern cruise. So meaning the Southern Caribbean. We met some really fun uh, folks that we uh, have had on the show, uh, some that we have cruised with. Oh, it's Tracy, she's saying. So hi, Tracy. Um, yeah, so tr- we met Tracy on the Southern Caribbean and we sailed with her on the maiden voyage as well uh, for The Wish. So yeah, so... So I, I think those are some interesting itineraries. I haven't talked about the ports because, you know, obviously there's uh, some of them are the s- similar ports as as have been done before. Brian, do you want to hear? I can take a look at the Southern Caribbean ones out of San Juan, uh, Aruba, Curacao, Dominico, St. Martin. And then the second one is St. Kitts, Antigua, Dominica, St. Lucia and Barbados. <laughs> Well, we need to take a quick pause in the action to thank our amazing show sponsor over at My Path Unwinding Travel. We have really come to love all of the agents over at My Path Unwinding Travel, who you've heard on this show. So many of their agents have been on the show sharing their great experiences with concierge sailing, adventures by Disney, and just unique sailings across the Disney portfolio. And so have really come to rely on their expertise as we think about our own vacations, questions we've had about sailing concierge for the first time, questions about unique itineraries, and they are just so knowledgeable, so friendly, so giving of their time. My Path and Winding has some fabulous Facebook groups out there that you can join around concierge sailing, the Disney Wish, the Disney Treasure, just all kinds of great groups where they answer questions from people who haven't even booked vacations with them. So love, love, love the great experience, expertise, friendliness of My Path Unwinding Travel. So if you are thinking about booking your next Disney Cruise Line vacation, maybe been thinking about taking the leap and upgrading to concierge or have been eyeing some special adventures by Disney trip or really just want to benefit from the knowledge and expertise that a great travel expert can provide, highly recommend heading over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo to book your next fabulous vacation. Use that link so they know the DCL Duo sent you. And with that, back to our episode. 
Yeah, I mean, it's always great to get to those ABC islands. They're gorgeous. They're fun. I, we love them. You know, I would love to see Disney do an extended Southern Caribbean sailing again. These, you know, these kind of shorter Southern Caribbean cruises, uh, they don't, they just don't inspire me very much, to be perfectly honest. The longer ones are usually in the summer, though, I think, right? Aren't they? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, that's when we took ours. So, I mean, these are, these are, look, this is boring itinerary release cycle. It's after the holidays. It's just a, you know, people are still in school. It's not going to be the greatest, latest and greatest from Disney Cruise Line at this point. Uh, it's pretty much all the standard stuff we've come to know. I think the thing that I would call out is still a great time to look at the magic. Those New Orleans sailings are fantastic. The magic will have undergone dry dock, uh, you know, earlier in the season, in this upcoming 2023, will undergo some form of a dry dock. And we're hearing that those uh, improvements and upgrades will be potentially significant. Uh, and so a great I think it's going to be a great time to get out on the magic after she's refreshed as she was showing her age in our Norway sailing. So I think it's going to be great to get out on the magic. The Wish is doing the boring old Wish stuff. So the Wish is not going to do anything different for the foreseeable future. Three and four night sailings to the Bahamas. That's it. Yeah, until we see the treasure. Oh, and the, even no, then, the, the Wish yeah, the tre- can still do this three and four. The treasure probably will take over the fantasies uh, itinerary. But we don't know that for sure. We just are kind of assuming that based on the way the fantasy and the dream came yeah, out. The Wish is going to do three and four night. We know that. She's purpose built for the three and four night cruises. So the treasure has got to do the seven night sailings if it's going to happen. You know, look, nothing on the treasure here, which is not, I don't think we were expecting that. I think the treasure's due for delivery later in 2024. So hopefully the next itinerary release reveals the treasure. Uh, The other thing I thought was interesting is no Pearl booking tier yet, although one of our friends online reminded us that it doesn't take effect until May. I think it's interesting they announced it, then they release itineraries and those people get no early booking out of it for this release cycle. So yay, Platinums, you get one more release cycle where you're at the top of the heap. And, you know, I look, things that I think we're looking at booking. So, you know, we're interested in some of the New Orleans sailings. Uh, It's tough for us because it's not like a great time of year to be taking a ton of uh, of time off and We'll just be coming back from an uh, Adventures by Disney trip in December, coming into January. So, uh, you know, we'll probably be up for a cruise in February, but love those New Orleans sailings. If I'm going to book something out of this release, uh, New Orleans is definitely top of mind. I think we might actually give uh, a sailing out of Galveston a try. Uh, we've we've had several shows on Galveston and we've heard a lot about it. We've heard different viewpoints on whether we should sail out of Galveston or not. But I'm I'm kind of curious to see some of the upgrades on the Magic, which I guess we'll also get a chance to see on our Thanksgiving cruise, if I'm remembering correctly. So, uh, but I'm I'm interested to see the upgrades on the Magic. Uh, you know, maybe try Galveston as a port and get some experience out of that port. I don't think I want to go back on the Wish. I'll just say that we're on the Wish four times next year on back-to-back sailings. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I, 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 like, I like the Wish, but I want to experience some of the other ships. If I had my druthers, I'd get on a fantasy sailing uh, because we haven't been on the fantasy in a long time and she was our favorite ship uh, forever until we got onto the Wonder. So I don't know, Sam, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of getting on the Magic a couple of times after she dry docks. We're hearing from Tracy that she did the Magic after the last dry dock and it was fun to compare it to the original Magic. We never got onto the magic before that last dry dock. So we that was the last ship Brian and I were able to get on. And so we haven't uh we haven't seen we hadn't seen it how it how it originally looked. But yeah, I was gonna bring up Chris Kidder's point, which is uh, he's hoping the magic does Panama Canal and then San Diego to the Baja to Baja for the summer to compete with Royal. Um, so right now, Disney never has a ship doing anything on the West Coast in the summer other than Alaska, right? So it's it always has the wonder up in Alaska. So if it brought two ships onto the West Coast, then it could have the magic doing Baja cruises 
and the wonder could still be doing the Alaska season. The one caveat is I believe that the wonder is supposed to go into dry dock at some time in 2024 um, because the magic is going to be in dry dock in 2023. So if the magic were to come through the Panama Canal and be on the West Coast and the wonder needed to go to dry dock, it is possible that the magic could do part of the Alaska season or the whole Alaska season. I don't know. I'm just, the, I don't think the wonder is due for any sort of significant dry dock. I mean, it is, it's due for its regular dry dock in 2024, I believe. So yeah. So, I mean, it hasn't been like announced or anything. It's just based on their normal schedule. That's when it would, I believe that's when it would be due. You should see a gap, right? So if that's what you're identifying is there's a gap in the schedule, then we'll know for sure at the next itinerary release what's happening here. Exactly. I, we we will know we will know for sure where where the magic is going to be for the summer, and we will know whether or not the wonder is going to be doing a dry dock. So I I just think it would be great to have two ships on the west coast for the summer. Um, you know, those folks on the east coast might be a little frustrated though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm Tracy to your comment. I'm really excited to see what the magic uh, upgrades look like out of a dry dock. So I think that's going to be fantastic. So, well, I think we will wrap it up there, except to say that uh, if you are interested in booking these itineraries, we have been scrolling across the bottom of your screen, uh, our sponsor, My Path Unwinding Travel. And so uh, head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo to book uh, there. It helps out the show. Uh, otherwise, uh, I guess you'll be hearing from us in the future about uh, what we end up booking because we got to make some decisions here in the next couple of days ourselves uh, to make the platinum booking window. It's always a nail biter for us. And uh, for all of you out there listening on our audio podcast stream, we'll put this out on the audio podcast stream. The reason it sounds a little weird is, you know what? We're on StreamYard. We're doing this live. So watch out for notifications. We're going to be live and you can come join us live as we record the show and ask questions and we'll We've been throwing them up on the uh, the screen here and uh, responding. So thanks everyone for uh, for watching and for those of you who joined us live. We we uh, really appreciate it and the support. And I should flag, by the way, we flagged this on social media. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our listeners uh, because we hit. 200 podcast reviews on iTunes today or on Apple Podcasts. Uh, average rating of 4.9 stars. Uh, I try to be diplomatic and say we're one of, but I will say on this show, we are now the most rated and highest rated Disney Cruise Line podcast on Apple Podcasts. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone out there for helping us out with those reviews. We do it for our listeners and we really, really appreciate each and every one of you out there for listening. So we'll be back next time with more. Thanks for, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. As always, thank you so much out there for listening to our bonus show this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us those five-star reviews. And if you leave us a written review, we will read it on the air in our main show each and every week. We love connecting with you, our listeners, and hearing your feedback. So head over there, leave us a review. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also connect with our show via our voice mail line. If you'd like to send us a question, a comment, or otherwise have us address your feedback on the air, then just leave us a message at 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. If you'd like even more great content from the DCL Duo, you can always browse to youtube.com slash DCL Duo for our vlog. 
If you'd like to help support the show, you can always browse to patreon.com slash DCL duo and choose from one of our monthly support tiers. Really do appreciate each and every one of our Patreons out there for making this show happen each and every month. We also really appreciate our amazing show sponsor, My Path Unwinding Travel. So if you're looking to book your next fabulous Disney vacation, head over to www.mypathunwinding.com slash DCL duo to book your next fabulous vacation. Use that link so they know the DCL duo sent you. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of Disney Cruise Line or the Disney Company. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL Duo. Good night. Good night.